Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, good morning. Good morning. You get the cat? I got the cat. All right, we'll get the full story later on the show today. <laughs> I've lost my mind. Oh, we knew that Been already. A- <laughs> it's fine. Cat Wrangler. That was a really good character for me to play in the big Taylor Swift. JJ Pause or whatever yes. your name was. Yes. Yeah. That was just foreshadowing of it, your current oh, situation, good right? Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> It was chosen for a reason, Jen. <laughs> so we have another air quality alert day. Uh, it's going to be muggy, humid. Storm chances develop a little bit later, but it could be a little hazy, kind of like it was yesterday from those Canadian wildfires. Looking for a high of 84. Jeff's off again this week. We have E! News coming up here in just a minute. Jen, what are we working we do. on? Is James Cameron doing another Titanic sequel about submersible, about the submersible? Is he going to do a movie? About that. Ooh. And um, we're going to talk about Joe Jonas pooping his pants on stage. Okay. Didn't see Where that did one I see coming. Joe Jonas. <laughs> I know. This is just information you don't need to know about <laughs> cute celebrities, right? It happens to the best of us. Oh, I guess so. All right. Let's take a peek at traffic right now. Monday commute in. Denise Johnson with the latest. What's up? Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Why hasn't Goldie Hawn married Kurt Russell? Oh my God, they've been together since 1984. For the love of Pete, that's almost 40 years and they have never been married. Why this? Okay, maybe I just take this very personal because I as well have been with my partner not that long. But why do people care so much about people getting married? I don't know, but they do. Because people still ask me. We've been, I know. (laughs) uh, But I almost said Jeff and I. Scott and I have been together for nine years. And every time I go out, like even at the y'all's game the other night, Pete said, when are you going to get a ring? Are you guys going to get married? I'm like, are we not committed? Like, I don't understand it. Well, here is what, uh, you know, Goldie has to say about this. They've both been married in the past. Goldie has been divorced twice and Kurt once. So this definitely has impacted their decision to never wed. She said, when it doesn't work out, it ends up to be big business. Somebody actually has to take a look and say, how many divorces actually are fun? How many divorces actually don't cost money? She says, I like the idea that I can wake up in the morning and make decisions every day if I want to be here. 
I think staying independent with independent thinking is important so you can hold on to yourself and you can actually have that feeling. All right. Good for I kind of like that answer. I think hey, whatever floats your good... boat. Yeah. I mean, there is something very empowering in that. And when you wake up every morning and you know that you are choosing to be there, that if you wanted to get up and leave, it would be pretty easy. Pack a bag, go, done. See you later, bye. But when you wake up and you're like, oh, God, I signed papers. I have to stay. (laughs) It's a different feeling. (laughs) Does it make you feel more committed when you sign the papers? Like, do you go into it thinking like, oh, I can't get out of this one? I, I think it's almost making a statement for everyone else. To let everybody else know, yes, this is my person. I'm going to stand in public in front of everyone and, and claim this, you know, declare this to all that we are in this together until the very end. Your debt is my debt. That's, <laughs> That's really what it's all about. That is Money. <laughs> I know. It's an interesting concept that I can totally see. We've romanticized it so much ever since we were... Little. little. I mean, the yeah. prince, what happens What happens with the princess when she finds a prince? That's right. You grow up, you get married, you, you have up, kids. It's what you do. It's just do, 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 do. And I can see, you know, that it's fun. It's fun to plan a wedding. It's fun to, fun to plan a party. Mm. It's fun to, well, for, <laughs> for most people. Tim and I are both like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> but you see, you're older, too. Would it have been different for you maybe in your 20s? Probably, no. yeah. Met no. them, you know, really young. No, See, I think maybe it would have been more fun for me, but that's what's ruined the weddings experience for me is being in everybody else's weddings and watching them just stress and be, like, upset about so many things and just, you know. So many things that are not important. Right. Where am I going to put Tim? Tim can't sit across the table from Jeff because they don't get along. And Jen, well, where am I going to put her? And, you know, it's like, I mean, that's an untrue statement. I'm just using your names. But I mean, that's the stuff that I see people do. And then when the mother-in-laws get involved or my mom, what am I going to do about my mom? I just have seen it's just so, so funny. Much. It's just so funny because my when I was in that circle of friends and we were all getting married around the same time, everybody was having a good time and it was just a big party. I don't remember anybody being stressed. But oh, that was yeah. long before but I social think, media. Yes. And also the shows. The shows have added to all of the crazer town hype of everything. Mm-hmm. Like the um, say yes to the dress makes you feel like getting a dress is this massive experience yeah. now. Where before you went, you tried a couple on and then you moved on down the road. I know. Or, you or know? your bachelorette party. We used to just go down. To, let's just go downtown for the night. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to Cadillac Ranch. <laughs> get effed up. And now you now have it's to. Like, well, we're going to Savannah for the first weekend. And the girls that can't go to Savannah, we're going to go to Nashville. And yeah. <laughs> This and you gotta have this, and the next thing you know, you're eighteen hundred dollars in the hole. Or yeah, more. or more, exactly. Or more. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; those parts of it are really, really, really fun too, sure. if you can afford it. But when you add all of them up, but the, the but when they stuff. make you do all that stuff, when yeah. they make you say, and then you have people that are like, "Well, I can't afford to go there." We have, and a they friend. can't say that they can't. We have a friend whose brother is getting married soon, and the mother of the bride to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Has been asking our friend, "Hey, are you going to take those shots, those weight loss shots? Because oh I mean, we don't really, you know, you're going to look a certain way." I mean, oh yeah, see, I don't like that like, either. What a horrible person. Yes. Well, and my, I had a friend a long time ago that did the bridal boot camp with all of her bridesmaids and stuff. Like, she set her wedding out a year 
in advance. So she's getting married 2024 and they all started bridal boot camp. Yeah. And they're working out together. I mean, yay, but also, wow. If they want to, but putting the pressure on is a different thing. Fritz, you do what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'll not, tell you what, though. Oh. I'm not getting married anytime soon. If I do it, I'll, I don't know. That I'll is, let, just do it in the secret. I'll just let you know <laughs> later. I'll tell you what, though. It's a nightmare. I know that I was in one of my chubbier phases, and I've been in and out of so many of them since I went off to college, but I was in a wedding during a real chubby phase, and the dresses that she picked out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Halter, sleeveless, mm-hmm. low in the back. It was like, oh, please don't make me wear this. Yeah. But they do. Please. It'll yeah. be a great dress. You'll wear it a lot. Please. That's what you'll I was going to say. You'll wear it a say. lot of times after. I picked, one, I picked one out that you'll be able to wear again. So wear many opportunities for you to wear that dress I know. Yeah. I mean, I was just so, con- I had I had bridesmaids of all sizes, and I was just so conscious of that and tried to pick a dress that would be well, flattering especially for the everybody. boobs. The, like, I have always had big, big, big boobs, and yeah. so when people would put me in their wedding and they want to do a sweetheart top. I'm like, uh, what's going to keep it up? Yeah. I need a halter. Yeah. Can you put a string around? Oh. <laughs> well, we really went sidebar on that anyway, story. Sorry. Who were we talking about? <laughs> Kevin Kurt Costner? Russell, Kurt Russell <laughs> and Goldion. <laughs> I we saw have- that Kevin Costner and his wife are fighting over the dishes, by the way. Oh, of course they are. That wasn't in the prenup. All right, so we'll get to this James Cameron Titanic sequel and Joe Jonas uh, with an Al Roker site, uh, sort of incident. All coming up in just a minute, but traffic right now with Denise. What's up? <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 637 at Q102 in Cincinnati. We hope you had an awesome weekend. We're back at it Monday morning with uh, a little smoky skies today. A little bit less than yesterday, but uh, by the end of the day, they hope that that will kind of be pushed out of our region. Well, the air quality ain't good. Yeah. Muggy, humid, storm chances later. High 84, 70 right now as you're heading out. All right. So Ty Pennington, this is kind of a scary story. He, uh... He went to the red carpet premiere for the new Barbie movie. And a couple of days after that, everybody saw him there. He was looking good. Everything was fine. Everything was great. And then a couple of days later, he was intubated and flown to the ICU with a serious throat problem. He could barely breathe, needed emergency surgery. Luckily, it was successful. And he says he's okay now, but he's still recovering. He went on Instagram and he said, from the red carpet to the ICU. What happened? Yeah, that's random. Apparently, that sore throat I've had for the last month was actually an abscess, which had grown so large it was closing off my airway. It's a great reminder to listen to your body when it's telling you something. So he was there. He was at the premiere to promote HGTV's Barbie Dreamhouse Challenge. It's a new show that debuted last night. I'm not keeping up with all of the HGTV shows with my mom not around. Yeah, I haven't watched watched that station in probably two years. Yeah. You used to watch it quite a bit. Well, yeah, when you for, were rehabbing for ideas, keep mm-hmm. me motivated. Yeah, when are you gonna? When are you gonna flip another house? We're, uh, Chris wants to do one like yesterday. Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> well, you're cheap. enjoying your summer, though. You yeah. guys got some fun stuff coming up, and you need to take a break we from. Do. Like, if you were gone, 
Would you be spending a lot of time thinking about, oh, we should have ordered those fixtures and where are we on the house and Correct. blah, 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 blah. We can just enjoy so just, the time off. Just take a break. Also, we, we make money on the flips when we buy something cheap. In the real estate market, there's nothing cheap right oh, now. Oh, that's true, too. So. That's yeah, part of it as well. That'll slow. Has that slowed everybody down, or are there still people out there doing it? Uh, yeah, they probably just won't make as much money on it. Yeah. If I'm going to do it as a side hustle, I want to make you some wanna money. You want to chunk. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I do. You, know, you never know. We've done some little projects here and there. Something the might pop years. up. You never know. Right. So if you were hoping for a Titanic sequel focusing on the submersible tragedy from last month... Titanic director James Cameron was all over the place when people were talking about the missing submersible, both because the Titanic connection and because he's got some experience with the underwater submersibles himself. So he was an expert on the Yeah, but he has spent like a ton of money doing that kind of thing. So people are asking him, are you going to make a movie? Why don't you make a movie? I think you should make a movie about the submersible. I do think that there will be some sort of... Oh, there has to be. Something made about that whole situation. Sure. But he's not going to be the guy to do it. He's not the one. No. He tweeted, I don't respond to offensive rumors in the media usually, but I need to now. I am not in talks about an Ocean Gate film, nor will I ever be. There was a rumor going around that he was interested, and it's unclear how that got started, but it was being floated in several UK tabloids, including The Sun. It claimed that he was recruiting big stars for it, like Matt Damon. Matt Damon was going to be in the film. Mm. Which rich person was he going to be? I know, right? Oppenheimer. I get it. Did I not. Heard it's been, it, some people I, are going crazy for it. Oh yeah, like in a it's good way. The best. Who who said it was the best movie they've ever been in? Robert Downey Jr. Oh wow, said this is the best movie he has ever been in. Uh, Mi did win at the box office with eighty million. I'm not sure how much Oppenheimer got, but oh my gosh, uh, yeah. But for Robert Downey Jr. to say that, it must be stand back, Oppenheimer. Something. Barbie comes out this week. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> God. I can't wait. We're going tomorrow night. Tim and I are going tomorrow night. We're doing a hot list, hot ticket if you guys want to join us. I was going to say, when are we picking the winner? I think we're going to pick the winner today. Okay. But yeah, so we're going to go tomorrow night and we're going to see Barbie. So we'll have a full review on Wednesday. <laughs> Side note, we're on the way. We, we went up to Michigan last over the weekend to hang out with the nieces and nephews. And uh, we're talking about the Barbie movie. Chris is going to join us tomorrow. And he's telling me the plot. I'm like, that's what it's about? He's like, yeah. I was like... What? He's like, yeah, that's what the plot is. I thought it was. I mean, be- the plot is she's busting out of Barbie world, or right? Whatever, and her feet right? won't and go back. To- I told you that on Friday. I know. It's that he didn't or, believe me. I told you, you on told Friday, me that. and then Chris was telling me about yeah. it. So yeah, what feet happens won't is, go flat. I still don't think that that's. He I'm doesn't still believe us. That that's the whole basis <laughs> of the film. Well, she has to be over in like eight minutes. Well, she has to. No, she has to go live out in the real world to figure out what it is. So it's all of the adventures of that. It's still going to be mm-hmm. fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Just caught yeah. me off guard when the two of you were like, yeah, that's what the film's about. I'm like, wait, they did a whole movie about that? <laughs> it's got to be good. Greta Gerwig has won lots of Oscars, right? She's, I do believe she She is did a- Lady Bird, and that was an amazing film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We, you will see tomorrow night. Can't wait for the reviews. Sure. All right, so there's a website that looked at several lists from music experts and put together a master list of the top five songwriters of all time. Carol King. She is not in the top. Oh, Taylor Swift. No, Carol King is. Carol King is. Burt Absolutely. She, nope. Taylor Swift. Nope. How is she not on there? Well, listen to the names. Bob Dylan is number one, <clears throat> followed by Paul McCartney. Cole Swindell. Okay. John Lennon. 
Carol King and Chuck Berry. Okay. I need to see a list of everything. I called that Chuck one of Berry, those. Chuck Berry must have written a lot of stuff that he didn't sing because I can only think of a handful of songs that Chuck Berry sang. He did. And I did I watch a movie about this or is there some, I feel like I watched a movie or something about all the stuff that he wrote. That he was part of. Yeah. And he was a part of yeah. tons of stuff. Yeah. All right. So Joe Jonas did an interview. I don't know why he admitted this. With a radio station in Australia. Maybe he thought that it wouldn't get back to us. He revealed an embarrassing story about something that happened on stage. And yeah, he pooped his pants. He was performing. Pulled an Al Roker. He was performing. And apparently he thought he could pass a little gas, but what came out was more than he bargained for. And to make matters worse, he was wearing white pants at the time. Oh, gosh. He immediately made his way backstage for new pants, and he thinks he got away with it without anybody noticing. But some fans may have thought that it was strange because he'd just done a wardrobe change. He didn't say what show it happened at, but he did say that it was only four years ago. So it's a pretty fresh story, and it didn't happen Can't you see him in the like class on the stage, like day. walking backwards. Hey, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. (laughs) One time uh, when I was in New York, we were watching the uh, the musical Six, which is amazing. It's coming to town to the Aronoff Center with our friends from Broadway and Cincinnati. But all of a sudden they came out and they stopped the show and they were like, the role of Henry VIII's fourth wife is now being played by Jen Jordan. And she got sick. The girl that, like, she had, she was, like, throwing up. Oh, wow. Like, she came out, did all of this stuff, and then, like, ran off the stage, got sick, and the understudy was there and came back on and And show went right on. But isn't that crazy? Like, he's probably back there changing his pants. There's guitar solo. Yeah. <laughs> well, you always wonder, what do you do if you, if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of it? I saw that they have a bucket. I remember Christina Aguilera talking about, like, she has had to poop in a bucket, like, underneath the stage before or pee in a yeah. bucket underneath the stage. Yeah. That's insane. It is yeah. crazy. Well, now you might be thinking every time there's one of those really long musical interludes where they're really letting the drummer go forever and ever. <laughs> yeah. Someone's taking like, a whiz. All right, somebody's doing some business yeah. somewhere for sure. Well, that's all I've got for now. Okay. That is your uh, E! News. We'll have more throughout the morning and, of course, on our Q102 Facebook page. Uh, coming up next, we are going to play Fake or For Real. But first, a little peak of traffic. Denise has uh, had a fairly easy job this morning so far. What do we know? <laughs> Q102, Jeff and Jen Morning Show. We're doing Faker for Real, and we have Alex on the phone. What's up, man? What are you up to this morning? How are you doing, Tim? Um, I'm doing good. I'm just headed to uh, work right now. Oh, you sound very enthusiastic for a Monday morning. Uh, Yeah. Did did you have a really good weekend? Yes, it was a very good weekend. You got some stories to share at the water cooler today. Uh, Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Do we get a little tease now? Now we're curious. Uh, yeah, now now it's just more. Um, we actually have uh, our son down at Good Sam. Love those nurses, by the way. Um, he's in the NICU right now, so it's nice. He's starting to hit his milestones, and he might be coming home soon. Oh, so we're really happy about that. That is great. Yay. What's his name? Uh, Joseph. Joseph, and how old is he? He is a month and a half now. Oh, wow, he's been there for a while. You are ready to bring him home, aren't you? Oh, very much so. Yeah, that's exciting. Congratulations. That's Thank great you. news. All right, so let's do this. Where I've already forgotten what the prize was. Big but time rush. Big time rush. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. Which one of these headlines is the real one? Is it A? The guy behind the dress that broke the internet has been charged with attempted murder. Is it B? The woman who invented pasties arrested for stealing frozen beef sticks. 
Or C, the man who created toe fungus cream busted at TGI Fridays for indecent exposure. Let me go with C. Nope, nope, not toe oh. fungus today. <laughs> it's the dress that broke the internet. And that was that the black blue thing? Yeah, wow. it was the black, it was the gold white versus black yeah, blue. Yeah, I remember that. Well, it was about eight years ago. Alex, we're going to take care of you. We're going to send you the show anyway, all right? Thank you guys very much. Have a good day. You, you too. too. We'll talk to you soon. We'll be thinking Thanks. about you and Joseph and the family, okay? Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You Bye. too. All right, so the the dress that broke the internet, that was eight years ago. Is it white and gold or is it blue and black? Well, there's some heavy news on that front. The groom from that wedding has been charged with attempted murder. His name wow. is Keir Johnston, uh, and uh, his mother-in-law was the woman who wore the dress. Here has been accused of a long period of domestic violence against his wife, the woman he married in 2015, mostly Jeez. between April of 2019 and March of last year. Wow. Allegedly assaulted his wife in multiple ways on multiple occasions, placed her in a headlock, dragged her, stalked her, oh, mentally God. abused her, strangled oh, her at knife point, threatened oh to kill God. her. Oh, my God. He denies all of that. He's pleaded not guilty. Trial scheduled for next year. Ironically, the dress that was once featured in a domestic abuse campaign by the Salvation Army, worn by a woman whose face was battered blue and black. The tagline read, Why is it so hard to see black and blue? The only illusion is if you think it was her choice. Wow. So one in six women are victims of abuse. Stop abuse against women. What a crazy turn of events in that story. That is nuts. My goodness. I can't believe that was eight years ago. Uh-huh. Well, I know. Glad he is not doing that anymore and they yep. got him. Okay. It is 6.57 right now, Cincinnati's Q102. We have some news that didn't make the news in just a few minutes. Do you have time blindness? How many people on Tinder are already in relationships? And turn your ceiling fans off. We'll tell you why coming up in just a few. Denise Johnson with traffic right now. <laughs> Q102, it's the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Uh, Jeff's off again this week. He is in uh, Norway. I did see he posted some pics from the time he's uh, been in uh, Amsterdam. That looked fun. Mm-hmm. A little dinner cruise on some sort of river boat. Oh, yeah. I think they're very good planners. I think yeah. they come up with some really fun stuff to do while they're gone. But we're going to Germany in September in the Czech Republic, and we're going with some friends, and she sent a spreadsheet over the other night. Yeah. And she's like, did you guys get the spreadsheet? I was just wanted to get your thoughts on everything. Uh, it's a spreadsheet. Was- Carrie, I'm never going to look at it. Really? <laughs> just tell me where to meet you. So you're just open to go wherever. It's going to be great. Yeah. So she, she's the planner. We're all kind of putting our ideas in, but she's very organized. This will be my first trip with a spreadsheet. Well, I cannot but, but I feel, wait. But I feel like Jeff to hear and how Kristen you do with have it. a spreadsheet as well, though. Yeah. You probably need a spreadsheet for, like, Europe, though, because sometimes if you're going multiple places, you kind of need to know, like, all right, we're getting on the train Tuesday. We're doing the blah, 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 yeah, Wednesday. I'm glad she's in charge. Because there's so many things to see and do. It's not like you're going to an all-inclusive and every day is breakfast, buffet, pool bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Are we going to eat dinner tonight? There's Maybe. more uh, more activities. <laughs> yes, yeah. there's more things to see. Um, so we have news that didn't make the news coming up here in just a few minutes, including uh, do you have time blindness? Uh, you should have your ceiling fans off. And how many people on Tinder are already in a relationship? Also, uh, John Maderese is going to stop by in a few. Reds got swept by the Brewers over the weekend, but we're starting a new tonight. Giants in town, 7 o'clock or so for that game. Jen got a cat. 
I did. Another one. I did. How did it go? You had to rent a U-Haul to it go was, up and pick it up, right? <laughs> that's not true. But traffic was terrible. On 75, we hit some construction on the, yeah, on mm-hmm. our way. The the route you take all the time when you go I did it. up to Detroit. I did so, it on Friday as well. Yeah, we went to Trenton, Michigan, which should have been a three-hour and 22-minute trip, and it took a little over four, but that's fine. Whatever. We can hang in the car. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we walked into the house, and there's, you know, the breed. If she's just, she's incredible, the care that she takes for these cats. But they're just everywhere. All of these massively huge Maine Coons just running around and chilling out on the couch. And on How the many does she trees. have? You know, I asked her. She doesn't. She doesn't know. She, I don't know if she <laughs> knows because, well, there's a bunch that are out and then she has, you know, some that are sequestered because they're in heat. And then she's got others that are sequestered somewhere else because they're brand new babies and they're not out amongst everyone else yet. Oh, my and God. Does her house smell? No, no, not at all. Wow. Not at all. I mean, she takes incredible care of them all. And it was it was really neat because they all were paying attention to Jacob. Like they all wanted to say hi to Jacob and they all came up and sat by Jacob. But uh, is this where you tell us? That you now have 10 cats? No, 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 okay. no. I just brought home one. But there are two more there that are super cute. But no, absolutely freaking no. I am done. Nine is the limit. Eight, so, so eight a, was great. Are we going to talk about this now? Plenty. Because I have some questions. Like, yeah. how is it going? So you brought the cat home. Yeah. And then how do you, like, introduce it to its brothers and sisters? Well, she's really interesting. Well, first of all, I bring her into the carrier. And I just kind of set her down in the kitchen in the carrier. And just kind of let everybody get a sniff of her. And Merle was by far, the dog, was by far the most excited to see her. Everyone else was a little bit hesitant, and I was getting dirty looks. So I how was Merle excited? He was just, like, barking oh, and, no, like, bonkers. he's running around in circles. I could post, I got a video of just a short Let's video. Let's put it of up. Him. He's just getting all excited, and the tail's going to 40, and just, oh, my God, he's so excited that uh, this cat is here, and the rest of them are like, Mom, really? Seriously? What the hell have you gone and yeah. done now? I'm kind of I'm already fighting with dirty. this one, Mother. Yeah, now you're bringing in more? Enough is enough. And they, you know weren't all that excited. I just kept thinking. But were you expecting oh, that considering what? your medium person My told you, your psychic told, told you that it wasn't going to be great? Did. Also, when you had seven and you brought the eighth in, uh, were they all pissy then no, too? No, no. See, that was the thing. When I had six and I brought in the last two. They threw a parade. They were excited, especially Charlie the mayor and then Biggin, the other Maine Coon. They love the kittens. I mean, they have always been super sweet. And so I kind of was thinking that it would go that way this time, too. But it didn't at the beginning. So what I do is I have a spare bedroom and I have a screen door that I put on the spare bedroom so that the kitten is in there in her own little world. But everybody else can come and check her out and look at her and give her a sniff and get to know her through the screen before I just release her into the general population. So how does she feel about that? Is she, she on the other side? She did not want to be in that room. Okay. She wanted out. So I started by bringing in, I brought in Charlie and then I brought in Franny and kind of let them do a little one-on-one hanging out with her. And there was some hissing and there was some, and they're just not, so then I started taking my clothes and other stuff from the house, like a couple of throw blankets that all of the animals like to lay on. And I took it in with her and with Queen Bee and I was just rubbing her down with all of it so that she would smell like me and smell like the rest of the house. So is this something you're supposed to do? Like would they attack her if she didn't smell like you and stuff? I mean, some cats, yeah. I mean, I don't mind 
didn't and I don't think would, but they're definitely kind of freaked out about her and it most likely has a lot to do with the fact that she smells very different. Okay. So, and I think that the acceptance of the other kittens was they all came from the same mama in the same place, so they kind of smelled like everybody else already when they came into the house. Oh. So... Well, doesn't she yeah. smell like where you got Biggin from? Because they're not from the, the same, same parents. Oh, not understand. the same parents. Okay. And she had just had a bath and she was smelling very fresh. <laughs> and they don't like that. They don't like fresh <laughs> smelling like, stuff. The they're like, get me out of here. On. So, but she was not having it in that room. I mean, she was just up there crying, crying, crying. And so I'm like, all right, you want out? Here we go. And so I let her out and she's. Making her way so through the house. So she's in the gen fine. pop now. She is the gen. Well, right now I have her locked <laughs> in the bedroom because I'm not home to kind of keep an eye on things. But she, yeah, she spent all night overnight. She slept at my head in the bed and is walking around. I wish she's very strong. She's very confident and she's spicy. She can hold her own. So I don't worry about her. You know, she's not afraid. We got to see her. You got to put some pictures is, up. I'm telling you, she is one of the cutest kittens you will ever see with her little feet because she's a polydactyl. So she has seven toes on her front feet and six on her back. And her feet are just huge. Oh, They're wow. massive. Currently skimming an article, pros and cons of having more than one Maine Coon. <laughs> <laughs> What's it saying? Uh, cons, <laughs> extra space is needed. They can be expensive. Uh, grooming requirements. They are clingy. They require high levels of exercise, greater risk of theft. Their toys are expensive. They get bored. You're going to need extra large cat towers, a large food bill. That's just some of the yeah, yeah. True. Whatever, whatever. But it does say that they uh, they get along with pair, you know. Yeah, they get along. Friend, so. Yeah. Biggin's coming around. I think it was kind of funny because he's so huge. He's 20, He's almost 29 pounds. This cat that I already have. And it was kind of funny because he's almost scared of the little thing. Oh, yeah, She's like six pounds, you know, and he just kind of was shaking a little bit. I'm like, dude, really? Yeah. Maybe it has to do with like a uh, boy and girl kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. But it's all going to be fine. It's going to be good. And good. Just super cute and super sweet. And it's, it's You feel fun. overwhelmed. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready, I do. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready for everybody to settle in and just, and you know, that'll take a minute, but no, no just, buyer's remorse yet. No, 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 uh, absolutely not. She's too second. cute. Yeah. She's well, all right. Put cute. a video up on the uh, Q102 Facebook page so we can see what is going on at your house. All right. And I saw that you've posted a photo where uh, Queen Beatrice has sat into the spot that is normally. <laughs> yeah. Last night Biggin when I took spot. Merle out, when I took Merle outside, I turned around and Biggin is always at the door, at the sliding glass door. And I take Merle out and I turn around and there's Queen Bee sitting there and Biggin's standing a couple of feet away from her, just glaring at her like you're in my spot. It's pretty funny. Are you finished with cats now or are oh, we going to yes. keep going? No, nine is it. I've been told <laughs> by a couple of different vets that you're not officially a crazy cat lady until you hit 10. So I'm at nine. We're Stay, good. Staying at nine. This is it. News that didn't make the news coming up in just a few minutes. Glad it's going well, Jen. We're excited for you. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome back. Thanks. Traffic with Denise right now. What's up? <laughs> Jeff and Jen Morning Show Q102. I think we all have people in our lives that are always late for everything. And, uh, you know, sometimes that could be us. Yeah, sometimes I, it yeah. might be not. I, stri- I try. I hate being late. I hate feeling rushed. I can't. I just, it always, ugh, it's, I'm not. But 
I struggle with the time management piece of how long it's going to take me to get ready to go where I need to go. Because there's, it's never just the a getting simple, ready part. It's just, it's never just a simple grab my purse and leave. You know, I've got a kid and now 10 animals that I have to have straight before I can go oh, somewhere. Yeah. And so, you know, Jacob requires a little extra here and there. Like Friday when we took the trip to Michigan, I had to pack his breakfast, all of his supplements, his lunch, his snack. And each one of those contains, <laughs> you know, a certain number of elements that have to mm-hmm. all be taken care of. And so that's where I will get hung up. I don't give myself enough time. To get out the door when I need to get out the door. Well, and you never know. Like, I always feel like I always have to allow myself extra time because something is going to happen between having everyone ready and getting in the car. Oh, there's like, always an incident. Something's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they're going to like, somebody's going to have to go to the bathroom or the dog won't go to the cage or something like. Something. So there will be a spill in the kitchen yeah. or something mm-hmm. will happen. Yeah. Um. A lot of excuses come with these types of people. They always have an excuse. Here's another one. Time blindness. Okay. It's actually a real thing, sort of. Not an actual medical condition, but doctors use time blindness as a way of talking about the concept of losing track of time. And some people can be more prone to it than others. Our brains constantly shifting between two types of attention, automatic attention and directed attention. Uh, automatic attention is your happy place. It's, you know, how you focus when you're mm-hmm. doing something you like or find interesting. Directed attention is when you use, what you use when you're engaged in things you have to, but you don't really want to. Okay. That so, makes sense. I guess, I guess during periods of automatic attention, you can get so engrossed and hyper-focused that you lose track of time. And yeah. that's what they're talking about. Time blindness happens when people have trouble balancing the two different types of of time. Uh, for example, people with ADHD or autism tend to have overly strong automatic attention. In those cases, it's more hardwired. For people, it can be manageable. You need to make an effort. Here's what they say to do set a timer on your phone to alert you when it's time to move on to the next task. Next. You almost have to. I mean, that was definitely something we did with Jacob when he was little to try to get him a a better concept of how much time it takes to do different things. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, they say, if you don't have a lot of time, try to avoid activities you know will, you know, have a tendency that you'll be interested in. Because if you're interested, then you lose track of time. See, my problem is I try to get all the things done before I have to leave. Like when I, like yesterday, I was taking uh, Penelope to get her nails painted because she was like well can I go and I'm like yeah I'll take you and they opened at 11 and I knew I wanted to be there right at 11 because if not the whole day it's going to be nuts so I put her in the shower I put me in the shower then I get out of the shower then I'm doing this I'm doing that and I'm doing like all these things and the next thing I know it's like 10 58 and I'm like oh my god I'm supposed to be there at this time mm-hmm. but I thought I could get it all done and yeah. I couldn't yeah, yeah. For me, it's a constant adjustment. It's overscheduling yeah. is why I'm late. Yes, uh, yeah, that's my issue. Yeah, yes, I try. You guys, yes, I've been you better about it lately. But I also think that you think that you can do all the things. Like, and I, I think you think you can go from work to Norwood mm-hmm. to Eastgate to Florence in an hour. Because some I'm like, days you just can't. can't. If you've ever done it once, 
then you think you can always do it. And there there you go. I'm the type of person, if I'm looking at my calendar and I, let's say today's Monday, right? Let's say I got a meeting at noon. I got to meet someone for lunch. I got to pick something up. I got to drop something off. I got to go over to Bridgetown. I got to blah, blah, blah. But tomorrow there's nothing. Yeah. Tomorrow I have a free day. And you're going to keep it that way? And if someone says, hey, I need you to do this, I will try to figure out how I can do it in my whole list of stuff today. Just so you so can I have don't that mess break up tomorrow. tomorrow. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And then Chris is just unaware of travel time. Yeah. Well, you know, there's losing time too. And I love it when I lose time. Like when I am so engaged in an activity and like just a love nap. it. Like, no, I know, like a nap. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm talking more like the flow state. You yeah, know, so like you, you, you're so you're into something that into three hours went by. And you're just loving it. And and I'm talking like from a creative. Mm-hmm. It's usually when I'm being creative that I will, and I just love that feeling where I've just been doing something and doing something that, I, and I look up and I'm like, oh my god, three hours has gone by. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's a good loss of time. That's that's yeah. that is the way to lose time. And I think too with our job, everything is time sensitive with this job. Correct. That song is two minutes and 17 seconds. Right. And that commercial, it's got to be 30 seconds or exactly. 60 seconds or right. 15 seconds. And we got to do do the news at this time. And we got John Matteris coming in at 739. We got to run and, commercials at this time. And so like a lot of that, I yeah. think over time becomes a part of who we are and every oh, yeah. moment of our sure. life, which makes us a little extra We're sensitive extra. To, to time stuff. John's in the studio. What's up? Yeah, man? I heard you talking about me, so I had to come in. <laughs> well, it's seven thirty nine. It's time for John. Yeah, I wanted to ruin the morning for every mom no, and kid out there by saying it's back to school season. Uh, I think I'm, most moms like that. I mean, and actually, it was so early. It was like the day after the Fourth of July, and I was in Kroger, and it's like all the summer stuff was going away all being replaced by notebooks and pens. It's like yeah. July 5th. But they are starting earlier. So Has Hobby the- Lobby got the Christmas decorations out? Oh, yes, oh, girl. Oh, of course. <laughs> They've <laughs> been out since March. You know why? The crafters. Yeah. And I saw a Halloween Express sign hanging somewhere. I forget where I was. I was Already? Like, yeah. yeah, they start so See you later, early. firework stores. Yeah. It's time for Halloween Express. So, John, when do we get the best deal? Well, right now, actually, you get the best deals on a lot of school supplies, but not every Everything. Uh, here's the thing. The stores are stocked right now. You go to Target, you go to Walmart, uh, Kroger Staples, they're, they're stocked up with all sorts of school supplies. And now's the time to get start getting some of that stuff. The notebooks, the folders, because it's it's cheap. I mean, I was there yesterday. I, w- I was at Kroger yesterday and I do have our school list, which is kind of like the generic list that they put out for first grade. Yeah. And then they note at the bottom, they say like each teacher might have something different, et cetera. But I was there and I bought a ton of stuff because it was one dollar. Yeah, one dollar and markers. Yeah, yeah. And uh Walmart has these fifty cent rollbacks where uh, a lot of the folders uh and notebooks down to fifty cents. So grab that stuff now because uh, it's it's the lowest price you're going to find. Also here's what to buy now, Fritch. A backpack. Oh, okay. And the reason you want to buy a backpack now is because if you wait until the end oh, of July, selection? all the cool yeah. backpacks all the good ones are gone. Are gone. Yeah. Like, like, you know, you have a, a boy and he wants Mario, forget it. You're not going to find a Mario backpack. So yeah. it's it's like, you know, if you want the really cool stuff, 
you want to get the backpacks now. Now. That's the thing to get. And grab the other items as you find them. Here's one thing, though, the experts are saying you should really hold off on. Trapper keepers. (laughs) (laughs) I love trapper keepers. I used to love that. You put all your stuff in the trapper keeper. Uh, No, the thing to hold off on is the clothing. And the reason okay. is because, come on, summer continues to like what? October 1st? Yeah, I pretty mean, much. the kids can wear oh, their yeah, summer it. clothing right through September. And what happens is you go out now and you start buying fall clothes. It's not great deals, especially mm-hmm. if you're at the mall stores. They're getting kind of expensive. Yep. And you're not going to find deals on the fall clothing. So wait. I mean, you're, you know, come on. September, it's like 85 degrees Still wear the summer clothes for the first few weeks of school. Then around Labor Day, start looking for sales on that fall clothing. Yes, for sure. And then you'll find the fall clothes. You'll like this, though, Jen. My mom was, of course, you know, she was on Kohl's. And uh, they had one of those things where if you bought something, whatever, it was like it was like 85 cents. So she got a bunch of little tiny dresses for 85 cents. Oh, my goodness. But it was like some of the sizes of like you got to buy it and hold on to it until they grow into the size eight or whatever <laughs> it is. But if it's eight, you know, and of course my mom, but it's 85 cents. Come I'm on. like, fine. Yeah. Or just yeah. keep it in the closet. Yeah. So unfortunately, school season is here. Even though I'm still waiting. I don't know about you guys. I'm still waiting for my Amazon Prime Day deliveries to yeah. arrive. <laughs> I feel like I got feel mine. like it's yeah. been a little slow. Yeah. I was ordering on Amazon Prime. Day and it used to, it, you know, it's normally like two day shipping, yep, and it nope. said expected to arrive by July 25th. I'm like, huh? Like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's extra slow this year mm-hmm. in some of those deliveries. As I always yeah. say, don't waste your money. Cool. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. We're going to get to this story about Tinder and how many people on Tinder are actually already in relationships. The number might surprise you. That's coming up, but right now, traffic with Denise Johnson. What's up? <laughs> Cincinnati's hit music Q102. We have a uh, classic second date update coming up here in just a few minutes. Maybe one you haven't heard or haven't heard it in a while. And I, I think we've done a lot of research on Tinder through the years. But a new poll found out a third, a third of Tinder users are single. That means 65 are in a relationship that or married of some sort. Yeah, isn't that nuts? I feel like we already knew this, but yeah. now we just have proof. Not but shocked. the numbers, I didn't expect the numbers. But I figured maybe one in five, maybe. I didn't figure two in three. Dang. Yeah. That's pretty outrageous. Uh, not all of them are in happy relationships. 50% of users overall said they're looking for love. Some of those people might be looking to upgrade or maybe cheat or whatever. But uh, that means that uh, half of Tinder users aren't looking for dates at all. So why are you even there? Mm-hmm. According to the poll, a few reasons, because they're bored and want a distraction because they want to feel socially connected and because just judging people's looks can be a form of entertainment. So like yeah. to go on there and go, where was that website years ago? It was like hot or not or something. And you would just like uh, click on rate, rate, rate people. people on their hotness. Isn't that health? Like uh, Facebook kind of started. Yes, I remember that's exactly that, how it started. Where he was going on and kind of rating women. women. Yeah, yeah. Um, people also get a little ego boost is another reason. You know, if people are giving you some attention about your looks or whatever. So even if you're not looking to date, it might feel good to match with someone and know that, you know, they swiped for you. You want to have fun messing with people. Um, ask them, you know, when you're first meeting them, <laughs> Ask them if they're happily married. 
Don't just ask them if they're married. Say, are you happily married? Hi, are you happily married? Are you happily, ma- are you happily married? <laughs> what do most people say? Uh, well, I don't they, know. If they are, it's funny because if they are, it's an, it's, the answer is immediate and it's completely believable. But if they're not, you could see there's this pause, almost like, eh, uh, I could give or take really it. thought about it, but now that you bring it up, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I'm going to watch you next time we're out on this social area. Uh, I haven't done that in a long time, but it, um, sneaky, sneaky. it's, it, it's, yeah, it's, it, I think a lot of people don't even really think about it. I don't want to go know? on Tinder and be on Tinder and I love Scott and I'm in a, great relationship but i want to see like what people are doing like i i'm interested in knowing what's out there no just like what are they saying and what are they putting on their profiles these how are they playing the game and how yeah like i mean i know we talk about it all the time on second date update but i want to see just for the sake of i guess just judging i don't know just to see like what are people doing because i know there's somebody that's dating um in this building, a friend of mine is dating, and it's just interesting to hear all of the anxiety and all of the issues he has been having with the online like stuff. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, what? What? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be a fun thing for like maybe Scott and I both to just look at it and look be like, around. oh my gosh, look what's going on. This is crazy. Thank God we have each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wouldn't want to be back out there again. No, God, no. I feel like that's a a popular feeling after second date update airs. Yes. Like, oh, thank God. Yes, thank God I'm not on there. I have made some good life choices. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. We'll we'll find out what's happening in uh, our second date update in just a minute right here on Cincinnati's Q102. We'll get to that next. Hannah is looking for a second date update with a guy named George. Hi, Hannah. Hi. How are you? Doing good. Welcome to Second Date Update. How can we help? Okay. So um, this is kind of exciting, but also scary. Um, I'll be honest. I don't actually get nervous very often. I'm I'm used to talking in front of people all the time. I, I do a lot of work in the corporate world, but talking about my personal business on the radio is like totally different. <laughs> well, kudos to you for stepping outside of your comfort zone. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> um, all right. So here we go. I met him on Match, and uh, he seemed like he'd be a good fit. I mean, we seemed to be pretty evenly matched in our backgrounds and our careers, even our education, our interests, and I felt really good about it. So we met for lunch at Soto, and I thought everything went really well. The conversation flowed easily. We laughed. He was really good company, and I definitely got the feeling that he was interested. It was like the best date I'd had in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was hopeful. But then two days went by, and then three days went by. So I texted him, and I said, uh, hey, thinking of you and hoping I get to take a turn at buying you a meal. Um, but nothing. Like, no. nothing. I'm, I'm disappointed, but I'm also, like, curious. Yeah. I mean... You know what I mean? Sure. How'd the date end? It, just in terms of, I know it was lunch, but like, was there a hug or a kiss or anything like that at the yeah, end? Yeah, there was a hug and a kiss on the cheek. I mean, there wasn't, you know, heavy making out or anything. Right. But I certainly, you know, I'm I'm surprised. All right. Well, why don't we do this? Let's take a break here. When we come back, we'll just call him up. You sound like a pretty confident lady. Yeah. He sounds like a nice guy. Maybe he's just been busy. Maybe. 
I hope so. Or he's got something else going on that's been distracting him. But whatever right. the case, we'll find out. His second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> Hannah met George on Match, and one of the things she liked about George is how evenly matched they are. You know, similar background, uh, similar education. They both work in the corporate world. So they had lunch at Soto, and just between the the easy, flowing conversation and the laughs, she thought, wow, this is the best date I've had in a long time. Unfortunately, that was days ago, and he hasn't responded to her text since then. She was hoping to maybe take him out to lunch or dinner or something, but... Can't do that if he's not responding, and that's kind of where we are now. And Hannah has agreed to step out of her comfort zone and come on Second Date Update to learn the truth. Right, Hannah? Yes. (laughs) So unless there's anything else that we need to know, we're going to go ahead and call George. Okay, go for it. All right, let's do it. Hello, George. Uh, yes, it's George. George, is Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, no. <laughs> no? Did you just say no? <laughs> Did something just click? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I listen to y'all's show all the time. So if you're calling me, I think I can guess what this is about. You got an idea. Yeah, most people can who, who are familiar with the show. It is a second date update. Uh, any guesses as to who we're calling about? This is about Hannah. Yes. So were you expecting our call? Well, I mean, I wasn't expecting it, but there's only one reason why Jeff and Jen would call you out of the blue. So I guess it's my turn to tell my side of things. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate your willingness to talk about it on Second Date Update, but why not just like reach back out to her and say either, hey, I'm busy or I got something going on or here's why I don't want to see you again? Well, I mean, it was just the one date. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Hannah is intelligent. You know, she's determined, a successful woman, which I found very interesting. But, you know, I take my work very seriously. I understand how that is. I'm upper management. I love what I do. I work hard. But I do want to retire at 50, and I'm busting my ass to make that happen. You want to retire at what age? At 50. 50. Nice. Damn, boy. God, that would be a dream, wouldn't it? I like it. So, yeah. How old are you now, if I may ask? 30. All right, you got a little ways to go. Yeah, but it's still, it's a lot of hard work to be done at 50. And Absolutely. so I get working real hard, you know, and I still, you know, I want to get married and have a couple of kids and, you know, to make all that happen, I want a partner, I want a woman who is successful in her own right, who is my equal and making all these goals work. Right. But I also want a woman who is able to set aside work uh, when it's time to work on your relationship. And while we were having lunch at Soto, she had her phone on the table the entire time, and she kept her eyes on it. Mm. Then at one point, she just whipped out her laptop, turned it on, and proceeded to send emails right in the middle of lunch, which was our first date. And that's a sign for me. that She isn't able to turn it off. She can't leave work when she needs to, so it just wasn't the one for me. Did you talk to her about that on the lunch date? Uh, well, you know, I kept hoping that it would just be, like, super quick because yeah. uh, I didn't want to draw attention to it, but... I mean, I just met her in person for the first time, so yeah. I tried to let it slide and be cool, but it just—it was, it was too much. You took it as a sign, yeah, of what your life would be like together, right? You know that she's going to bring work home all the time, and yeah. uh, you know it's one thing to call and say, "Hey, I'm going to be late," or "Hey, I have to reschedule because I got a deadline," but I 
when we come home, we're home. Yeah. You want to shut it down. Yeah. All right. Well, let's ask Hannah to respond to this. Hannah, did you have something unusual going on, some unusual deadline that was out of the ordinary? Or is well, this yeah. Just... I'm actually quite surprised, to be honest. Like, I thought you of all people would get it. I mean, I did. I told you that it was a crazy day, and I had a presentation that was pending. I mean, I... Yeah, that was happening, but I told him that, and my office needed a copy of the PowerPoint then, and so I just sent it. It's, I don't know what the big deal is. Well, it's is not, this is this normal? I mean, does this tend to happen on a regular basis? I don't think so. I mean, I am, you know, I've got a great work ethic, and I like to get things done, but not to the detriment of other things, I don't feel. In other words, this was a unique situation. It's not the kind of thing that happens all the time in social settings? No, but, I mean, it does happen, and that's why I figured, like, you know, he would get that because he's in the same business, you know, right. like, when things need to get done, they just need to get done, unfortunately. And, you know, as long as you're quick and efficient about it, it's done. It's not a yeah. big deal. I think this is hard because I struggle a lot with this, like, work-home balance. Mm-hmm. You know, I and I was guilty of going out on dates and being like, I have to post this on Facebook. This was, like, before it let you, like, schedule stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I would be like, I'm sorry, but it's my job to put the post up at 630. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I, and, it, and it's hard. It is right. challenging. Yeah. But I think pulling the laptop out without explanation, I don't know. Well, that, yeah. that is a specific case. I mean, this was like, you know, this was my fault. You know, I, I hadn't left them with a copy of it. They needed yeah. it. I mean, it was pressing. It was time pressing. And I, you know, I probably just didn't think twice about it i you know i i just didn't this I guess. is hard right. yeah yeah well thinking that you're there with someone else who's as business oriented as you are who would probably understand i really did yeah. I, I really did george does that make any difference now that you've heard her explanation i mean it doesn't sound like it's like this all the time but a busy guy like you of all people like she said could probably understand her position yeah yeah well no i'm sorry it's just this was just a big red flag for me it's like you know, I wish for the best. I'm sure you'll find someone who's equally committed to their work. I just needed you for an hour to meet you in person. And I'm, I'm looking for someone who's better at balancing it, turning it yeah. off when they mm. really have to. All right. Well, George, we appreciate you taking the call. Hannah, I'm sorry. That's okay. I really appreciate it, you guys. And I wish you luck and Thank success. You. Yes, continued success yeah. to both of you. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks yeah. for coming on Second Date Update, guys. Sure. Thanks for having me. Hey, good morning, Bridget. How are you? Good. How are you? What are you up to this morning? What are you getting into? Where are you at? Give us a live update. Um, well, I'm working. I'm in Anderson right now. And uh, yeah, just a Monday. Okay. It is a Monday, <laughs> isn't Same. it? Same. Yeah. All t- yeah. Usually my Monday afternoons are kind of chill, but I got lots to do today. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Because that just yeah, is going to make tomorrow crazy. and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday feel longer, you know? You got the letter N yeah, as in nine. nope. Nope. Which is what Jen is going to do this afternoon. Nope. Nope. I'm going to say nope to that. <laughs> the letter N you said as yes. a nine? Nine. Okay. Yes. All right. 30 seconds on the clock. Do not repeat any of your answers. The key to winning is to pass quickly, okay? Yes. All right. So here we go. With the letter N. Name something you buy at a convenience store. Pass. A farm animal. Pass. Something you yell. No. A sports team. The nets. Something green. Necktie. A sandwich. Um, pass. Something you scratch. 
Neck. A city. Um, pass. An office supply. Nickels. Something you clean. Oh, that was a good one. Oh. Nose. Something you clean your nose. Your nose. Mm-hmm. Sandwich, oh. I was thinking. Nutella. Nutella. There oh, you go. yeah. I totally oh. blank. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy to forget the chocolate spreads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, everyone's always eating those frosting sandwiches. <laughs> like nut spread. It's a, it's a can of frosting, people. <laughs> That's That's so yeah, it's hazelnut spread. It's chocolate syrup. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I'd still have that as a sandwich. Yes, totally. Uh, well, we'll do it again another day, Bridget, um, tomorrow possibly, okay. okay? I'll try that. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Right. Yeah, a good one. Thanks Bye. for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.